We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Kicks it out to Utah, gets another three to go. Too little, too late, though. This one is cooked, glazed, and sliced. New York Knicks win it. 101 to 88. Primes of the big game. Kaminga started to find his rhythm in the second half a little bit, but it was Moses Moody. It was the star of the game for the Golden State Warriors and the high scorer in this run tonight. He finished up with 34, albeit in a losing effort. Quentin Grimes came here, said he wanted to dominate. Giddy up! Hello, Knicks fans. Um, it's Friday night. You're not, well, maybe you're out of the bar, but... If you are at a bar, you should not be watching me. You should be doing something else. But whatever whatever it is normal people do on Friday night, you're not doing it. No, you're sitting up. You're watching Knicks basketball, fake basketball, Las Vegas, baby. Here we go. It's July. It doesn't matter. Um, it's good stuff. Fun, fun game. It was nice to, see, uh, nice to see the kids play well, come out with a win. <laughs> I see Robert Cross is already. Ready on his on his shit. Um, let's talk a little bit. Uh, first rule of summer league, as always, do not overreact about summer league. Second rule of summer league, do not overreact about summer league. Um, thankfully, all of the overreactions tonight, I think, are going to be pretty good ones. A um, couple quick comments, and then I'll I'll go right to the chat. Um, nice stuff from Quentin Grimes. I want to open with Quentin Grimes because, uh, well, for one, I did a nice big profile on him today for the newsletter. Got a chance to speak with Ben Perkins, uh, who has been training Quentin since he was in seventh grade, I think, uh, known Q for a long time. We had, a, we talked two, three weeks ago for about 45 minutes. Just, you know, when somebody really is all in on a kid and, uh, I came away. I was already impressed with Quentin before the conversation, but 
just absolutely um, really came away believing in him because of his work ethic. And I think when there are a lot of signs of hard work that you could see out on the court, for me, one of them is even when – and you know Quentin Grimes was struggling with his shot tonight because he was missing free throws. Like some of the threes he attempted in the first half were like not close. Like that's not something that you're usually going to get from Quentin Grimes. You know a player works hard when he just keeps firing away because he's not going to do that if he doesn't have the confidence that the next one's going to go in. And the thing about Grimes, man, he always has the confidence that the next one's going to go in because he's put in the work behind the scenes. And that's the only, like that comp, you can't fake that confidence. That confidence has to be earned. And I thought it was obviously Grimes shot it as poorly as I think you'll ever see Quentin Grimes shoot it, but he was continuing to impact the game in other ways. Um, thought his passing, which is what, again, you know, his trainer was telling me that they were working on mostly this summer is just the playmaking, what to do, you know, in response to a hard closeout, what's your first read, your second read, your third read, um, you know, making some plays on the pick and roll. We didn't see so much of that tonight, but thought he had a lot of nice passes. Defense is always top notch. Um, and it was tonight. So yeah, it was just really nice to see him come out struggle at first and then persevere in some ways that's almost better than coming out and just dominating from the get-go. It reminds me of a game. I'm pretty sure quickly had a game like this last summer league. I don't know if it was game one or game two, but it felt, it felt like last year quickly struggled shooting it at first, but he, you could still tell he was, um, you know, by the end of these games, he was like, okay, he's, he's too good for this. And that's what you want to see from Grimes, that kind of like, this guy's too good for this um, type of play. And I thought by the end he got there. So good stuff from Grimes. Um, Deuce, got to talk about Deuce. The Deuce Hive. The Deuce Hive, man, Deuce Hive is strong. I don't know what I'm going to do with the Deuce Hive this year because there's not going to be a role for him. Well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. As of now, Derek Rose is still on the team. Um, I don't expect him to be traded, but, man, Talk about what a vote of confidence that would be in McBride if they traded Rose between now and the start of the season. And I'm sure that there are teams out there calling about Derrick Rose. Um, yeah, I, I look, I, I like Deuce. I, I think we saw great shooting from Deuce last summer league. So I'm not going to get crazy about the really nice shooting that we saw tonight. I thought he shot the ball well. I think his shot looks pretty good. His shot looks, I think, a little bit better. Um his defense is always fantastic. His effort is always fantastic. Like he, he, he impacts the game in positive ways, whether it shows up on the stat sheet or not. I really like some of the passes that he threw. The pass, the the um, the baseline uh, lob to Sims was just gorgeous, as well as like I think it was like a thirty foot lob to Sims. I think it was even before the baseline one. So really nice passing from Deuce. The thing I want to see from Deuce, and and that's why like you want to see what these guys have been working on during the summer. Like clearly. Grimes this summer has been working on pulling the ball on the floor and he's been working on extending his range. Deuce, I want to see, can he put the ball on the floor a little bit and get into the teeth of the defense um, and maybe even get close to the rim or even all the way to the rim? Um, I, I'd like to see a little bit more of that, but as far as like what Deuce can do, I thought he did well. So I thought it was a nice game from McBride. And then um, – I, the three other guys we'll talk about. Sims is like, 
I, I don't even know what to say about Sims anymore. He's overqualified to be a third center on a team. And I think he's an NBA player. I think it's not. An, I, 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 I'll, I don't know if I should say some words about Taj Gibson tonight or save it for the regular pod uh, uh, for when I record with Jeremy. I think I might save it. I don't want to get emotional. It's Friday. It's, it's Friday night. I don't want to get emotional on a Friday night. Um, you know, but there's a reason Taj Gibson went elsewhere. I think he knew he wasn't going to have time on this team because if Mitch goes down with an injury or Hardenstein goes down with an injury or something like Sims is ready to step in. Like, I, I, I like the spot that they're in. It's going to kill me watching games. Well, no, not necessarily, because I think Mitch is going to be good and, and Hartenstein. I'm really high on Hartenstein. But, like, Sims is going to be sitting there not getting in games, and you're looking at him and be like, man, we know this guy is good enough to play. That said, you know, that's why you build a deep bench. Uh, that's what great teams do, not that the Knicks are a great team. But, I, you know, Mitch is never able to get through a whole season healthy. So there's going to be time there. And I think it's a nice spot for Sims where he's going to be a third string center some of the time. And then maybe for a week or two, if Mitch is out with whatever injury, Sims pops into the starting lineup. I think he showed you tonight all the things you saw last season. Like he, he's, he's just, he's good. He's a solid player. He's an NBA player. What more can you want with the 58th pick? Um, let's talk about Farron Hunt. Let's talk about Farron Hunt. Farron Hunt, I, I, I had never heard of him when he got the two-way job last year. Um, part of me is a little surprised he still has the two-way spot, but whatever. You saw tonight, I think, for the first time why they gave him that spot. The guy, he doesn't shoot threes. Um, he doesn't really do much other than score. But, man, when he's out in transition and when he gets the ball and he puts the ball on the floor, he is, I mean, he's an athlete. So I don't know if they have anything there. It was nice to see him play well tonight. It was nice to see him throw down some dunks. Um, and then I guess two two last guys I'll, I'll touch on because I thought they were guys that I wanted to keep an eye on tonight. Um, although I, I should say Duquan Jeffries had a nice game too. But uh, Trevor Keels and uh, G. Montero. Uh, Montero had a few nice plays. It's fine. Uh, I'm curious what he does the rest of Summer League. But I thought he was okay. Keels was the only disappointment, really. I mean, I think he made one field goal. He didn't, like, as opposed to Grimes, like, Keels was not impacting the game in positive ways because he was not scoring. He seems like a long-term project. I don't know if they're ever going to get anything out of Keels. The guy's got the talent, but he needs to get his ass in shape. Um, And we'll see if he does that, you know, while he's with the Knicks. Um, I don't know. But a good night all around. Um, I think all things considered, saw a lot of stuff that you want to see and gives us something stuff to look forward to for the rest of Vegas. Okay. With that, um, let's get to it. We start. Of course we start. What time is it over there? 7.30? So the sun's still up in and in, in sunny. I'm sure it's sunny. I don't even need to ask him if it's sunny in San Diego, because it's always sunny and beautiful in San Diego for our friend, Robert Cross. First time, long time, John. Is it fair and reasonable to say, no, it's not fair and reasonable to say. I don't even know. What, I don't even know the question. Is it fair and reasonable to say that the, the, this coach, this coach is a better fit for the Knicks because he plays the kids. <laughs> Hashtag 53 wins. I like Dice. Dice is a good coach. Dice, Dice Yashimoto, shout out to him. Um, 
Look, I don't think Tibbs is going to have a choice. Um, I think the front office is going to – I know it hasn't happened yet. I know it has not happened yet. But I think the front office is going to make it very clear to him um, what what his what, what he needs to do and what he can do. The fact that we've been getting the Grimes is going to start potentially. Noise is a sign. Um, and I think that's a, that's that's meaningful. But the big question is, is Randall and Obi? What's the balance going to be there? I thought it was very interesting to see Randall and Obi there tonight, sitting next to each other. Randall was smiling for pictures, posing just ear to ear. I don't know what to make of it. Meanwhile, Cam in the picture, Cam Reddish, <laughs> was like, I, I, I don't know. Um, the picture that I saw, it didn't look thrilled, I guess I'll say. Uh, maybe he's he's trying to make some connections for his next team. I, I just don't think Cam is long for this for this team. But that's neither here nor there. Um, look, Tibbs is going to start the year, and if he wins games, he's going to keep his job. And if he doesn't win games, he's going to lose his job. <laughs> then you're going to get Johnny Bryant instead. And uh, there'll probably be a couple of stylistic changes under Bryant. There might be some rotation changes under Bryant. But, you know, Tibbs will be there as long as he wins. He's not going to get another another mulligan. I know that. Um, so if, you, if you're if you not a fan of Tibbs, you should be happy because one of two things is going to happen. He's, the next year either going to win games or he's not going to have a job anymore. Um, Kevin, what's going on? I'm getting all, the, all of our regulars here. Kevin Danishevsky. Man, this was too much fun. Obviously, Grimes, my guy, and Deuce, but man, does Deuce look good. I think he'll see big time behind a fragile Rose. So that's how I see Deuce going this year. And I, I'm not a secreter, obviously. Um, they're going to start Brunson. I think the bigger question, actually, for me, and it's something that I somehow have never, I've not yet thought about until literally right this second, is we have yet to have a situation with the Knicks where Tibbs was comfortable playing the start. Like whenever Rose is healthy, it was never a big deal for Tibbs to play the starter only like 25 or 26 or 27 or 28 minutes because the starter has been Alfred Payton or Kemba Walker or I was, did Burks ever start with when, before Rose went down last year? I, I feel like he did briefly. Um, yeah, it ha- he had to for a, a short period of time. Whatever. He didn't have Jalen Brunson. He didn't have a guy making $100 million. So I wonder how that's going to go. I wonder, um, is he going to play the two of them together for a short stint of time? I would imagine so. But that's I know that's not your question. Um, the question is when inevitably Rose misses time, you know, uh, Deuce is going to get in there. I'll be. I, that's what I would expect for sure. My curiosity in those games – would be does he does he insulate Deuce with enough playmaking that Deuce is not forced to run the offense? Because again, I, I, it's it's nice to see the the him make shots and make nice passes and the whole thing, but it's just it's tough if you have a point guard who just doesn't really penetrate the defense, and I, 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 we haven't really seen that yet from him, so. I wonder how much playmaking he's actually going to do if and when he gets in the game. Um, who knows? Maybe we see some more from that um, this week. It's only it's only one summer league game. Uh, Brian Benjamin, what's going on, Brian? 
Uh, Sims is making the Mitch contract look expensive. I'm not there yet. Here, like again, you have now Jericho Sims, three years, six million dollars, great contract. Do we know that he's enough? He's good enough to to be a starter right now in the NBA? I don't think we know enough for a good team. I don't think we know enough to say that yet. Might he get there in six months or a year or a year and a half? Yeah, possibly. And I think the Mitch contract, and we still have not gotten the details on the Mitch contract. I think when the details on the Mitch contract come out, it's going to reveal itself to be a contract that is going to look a lot more tradable than the one that was originally reported, which is four for 60. We'll see. That's an assumption on my part. I have no inside information on that. Um, I imagine we'll find out in the coming days. Um, but if they get to a point where Mitch is somewhat expendable because you got Jericho Sims there kind of ready to play the Hartens, not the Hartenstein role, the, um, the Zubach role with the Clippers as like a nominal starter. But really what the Clippers were most comfortable with was throwing Hartenstein out there against backups and annihilating teams with their backup unit, which I expect the Knicks to do. And of course, going with no center at all and just going small. And is that a future in store for, you know, Obi Toppin on this team? Like one, two, three years down the line. Well, you know, we'll see. Uh, a lot of a lot of, a lot of shit could happen between now and then. Carolina Knicks fan, what's going on? I've watched this man for an entire season, and I still can't believe how high <laughs> Jericho Sims gets. Jesus Christ. The one, the one, the highlight was the one from Grimes, I think. I want to see that again. I haven't looked for the replay on Twitter. Um, but uh, it, I think that was probably his highest jump of the night. He's incredible, man. He's a physical specimen. He's so much fun, which is why. But again, that's like it's a good problem to have that when your starting center goes down, if and when Mitch goes down, you don't feel like you're shit out of luck, um, which is th- th- these are good things. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? I don't mean to jump to conclusions, but Keels, man. I really didn't see anything. <laughs> LOL. Great stuff everywhere else. A great newsletter today. Thank you, Dom. Appreciate it. Um, appreciate you chiming in as always. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it's it's one summer league game. I, I think, again, the big the big red flag for me with Keels when they drafted him was that the talent was never in doubt. He was a borderline top 20 recruit last year. Um, like, he he could do he can do all the things right. He didn't shoot in college this year, but he, he was he came into school as a shooter. I don't think the shot looks broken. Like he's like you look at him, you look at how big he is. He should be able to to slide up and down a little bit on defense and give you some versatility there. Um, and like as a driver and like a pat, like he could. But I think the guy's got real talent. But I just. You know, he had the most body fat of anyone at the combine. He scored worse in like the agility drill. One, well, I forget what agility drill it is. I don't, I don't know the combine like the back of my hand, but I know one of them. He either scored the worst out of everybody, or only better than like two, not very mobile centers. Um, like that shit is worrisome. And again, if the Knicks took him, I would imagine they have a plan to, to to change that, but I wouldn't make too many conclusions on, on kills right now. It's, that's a long-term, that's a long-term play by them. We'll, we'll see if it works out. Uh, Kevin with one more, I meant to say Sims looks good. Yes, he does. Um, and man, does he, 
Everything about his game looks better, especially his free throws. Even had a nice little post move. I, again, they could not let Mitchell Robinson walk away. They could not let Mitchell Robinson walk. Um, as far as why they paid him, what they paid him, who was outbidding them, was anyone outbidding them? These are valid questions I and fair questions, and I don't have a great answer. But at the end of the day, if the difference between $12 million and $15 million a year is what's going to make your guy feel like valued versus like not valued, like, I don't, I don't know. That's not like if, if the Mitch contract goes horribly wrong, I don't think it's going to be because they went to 15 a year. Um, I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but like that, let's just hope it doesn't go horribly wrong and an age is fine. Um, you know, it's the value is going to be what the value is. And if it comes to a point in time where they could move him because Sims is like that good, that's a, again, it's a great problem to have. These are not, these are not negatives. These are positives. Um, janky AF, the Knicks are cool. Yes. The Knicks, the, I think the Knicks are, are the Knicks cool? I was thinking about this again as I was watching the broadcast tonight. Like, if any other fucking franchise, <laughs> any other fucking franchise took the, like, you have this, not dynasty in the making, but like, the team that was the runner up to the world champs in the West, you took their second best player. You got him to walk away from that situation and walk into your building. If any other fucking team did that, especially a team like the, you know, that was in desperate need of that position and signed the player to a, a, a money value that like, unless you're a real hater, you're going to say, okay, it's a fair, it's a fair value. I know I'm going off on this tangent based on a comment that Knicks are cool, but I, sorry, this is just what's on my mind. Like if any other fucking team did that, everybody in the league would be fucking clowning the Mavs and praising whatever team was able to snare that guy away because again, free agency is dead. Guys don't walk away in free agency anymore. This doesn't happen ever in the league where guys just walk away in free agency onto another team. It happens on guys who are in this salary bracket like once every couple of years. Um, and the Knicks got one a guy to do it. And yet it's like you would think that they, I, I don't know, that they signed Tim Hardaway Jr. to a, a, a four-year, $100 million contract. It's just, I don't know. It makes my fucking head hurt. Um, the point is, don't pay attention to any of that. Uh, yes, the Knicks are cool. Continuing on. Where's my, okay, here we go. Sorry, I'm doing, uh, Andrew's, shout out to Andrew Claudio. He's taking that off. Um, seeing Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, which I have not seen yet. And I don't think, I'm, I'm not going to get to see tomorrow. Maybe Maybe Sunday, so don't don't anybody spoil it, please. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm on my own with the chat. CT Pittman, what's going on, CT? Great to hear from you, man. It's just summer league, but after tonight, I hope it hushes some of the talk of what the Knicks don't have and all the gushing over draft picks from Knicks Twitter from the Knicks Twitter fan base. I, I wasn't even gonna comment on this. I don't want to get myself in trouble. <laughs> like. If you 
if you're going to make yourself out to be, to, to be a, like a semi credible analyst, uh, not that any of us really are, but like, whatever, if you are going to posit that your opinions have some kind of validity to them, to, to go on Twitter and to be like, Oh, woe is me that the Knicks traded that could have had Jalen Duran and, and trade him away. Like, I'm happy for you that you're making a living doing this. And like, I'm not trying to take anybody's bread, but like have some fucking pride in what you do for a living. Um, I don't know. Maybe that ship has sailed and it's just about clicks and fucking views and followers and whatever else. Um, But suffice it to say, I'm not going to be losing an ounce of sleep uh, tonight, tomorrow, whenever, regardless of what Jalen Duran or uh, anyone else does uh, in, in Summer League. And I don't think anybody else should either. And we will leave that at that. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. 
Chad Cohen. What's going on, Chad? As a Duke fan, I can confirm there are a lot of kills games like this on his team. Hope he can bounce back next game. He tries to run people over a lot. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be a lot of finesse to his game. He's strong as a bull, though, which I like. Um, thanks for the uh, the mini scouting report there, Chad. Um, bad eyesight. What's going on, man? I really like a. I like Deuce. I really like Deuce. I can read. Um, a smart team should give up a lot of seconds for him before the price goes up. Uh, look. Again, it's always dangerous. I look. I again. I hope he succeeds here. I want him to succeed here. They have him on a three-year contract. They know they have him on a three-year contract. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. If they think highly of him, they know that they have a timeline that they will be able to exploit those talents at some point. Right now, there's no role for him as long as Rose is here. And I'm not saying that that's a reason they should hang on to – or I'm not saying that they should necessarily hang on to Rose. I Honestly, in a lot of ways, if, if this organization traded Rose – it would make it would not make them a better basketball team. It would make them a worse basketball team. Unequivocally, it would make them a worse basketball team. But it would speak volumes to me about their their process in terms of what they wanted to accomplish this season. Because either that would mean that Emmanuel Quickly would be the backup point guard, or or Deuce would be the backup point guard, and that would be great. And I would love that. Um, am I going to kill them because Derrick Rose is still on this team? I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I They're trying to toe this line and be good and competitive and still bring along the kids, have their cake and eat it too. You know, and until we're left with um, empty stomachs and no cake, I'm inclined to continue to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, they earned that from me by getting Brunson. We'll see how much longer they keep earning it. Um, I'm hopeful. Not confident. Hopeful. Uh, Matt Smith. What's going on, Matt? How delusional I am to think that this team could actually be kind of good this year. You're not that delusional. Second, I would love to move Cam for another future first. I think the Knicks would love to move Cam for a future first. I think they would take any future first they can get. Uh, I'm pretty sure they would make the same trade, like take the pick back that they – Gave up to get Cam. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I I feel badly because it feels like I'm always shitting on Cam. I'm not shitting on Cam. I'm just – I'm reacting to what I see happening, which sure as hell feels like an organization that is not willing to invest in Cam Reddish's development. And while I would love to sit here and call them out on that, um, I don't know. The Hawks gave up on him. Uh are they a good organization? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Like, again, he was so available. The entire league knew he was available. Like, it was no secret. And it took until January for the Hawks to find a taker. And now it sure seems like the Knicks are peddling Cam Reddish up and down um, the Vegas Strip. We haven't had any takers yet. Maybe their asking price is just super high. I don't. I don't know. I just... I don't know. It was it was like a throwaway line when I had when I had Zach on the pod the other day, but like I mentioned, I was like talking about the young players, and I like mentioned a, a few names, and then when I mentioned Cam, I forget exactly what he said, but it was it did not inspire confidence. I'll say that. And and again, like 
it's it's just I'll I'll go back to his introductory press conference here when he was like, I think I'm a star, which is like, I don't, I don't know it. I, that's not what I would have loved to hear. I would have loved to hear like, look, I just want to play hard and get on the court. And maybe he said something to that effect too. I don't know. But I think I'm a star for a guy that could barely get off the bench in Atlanta for like a middling team for two years. It's just, I'm not sure. I don't know. Oh, look, RJ tweeted something. I have a bet. I bet RJ tweeted something involving Jericho Sims. That would be my guess. Um, <laughs> yes. Good for you, RJ. We love you. Uh, sign an extension, please. Okay. Um, hang on here. Catching up. Okay. Um, also, yeah, on the delusional point. Yeah, they could be a 500 team this year. Uh, Robert Cross. I don't want to show irrational exuberance, but we got to steal and Sims in pick 58. He will be a capable NBA starter. Thor is from Asgard, by the way. Thank you, Robert. Uh, maybe he'll be a capable NBA starter. I don't know. We'll have to see a little bit more. Um, bad eyesight uh, with another one. We wouldn't be Knicks fans if we weren't freaking out over the Mitch deal because Sims did work against Biggs, who will be in Europe in three weeks. <laughs> LOL. I love us. At least we're self-aware. Um we're like Skynet in that sense. Chad Cohen, uh, it might have been a deep cut for the, the youngins out there. Uh, Chad Cohen, I was listening close at the beginning of the game when they were being sloppy to see if Tibbs would be barking orders. <laughs> hashtag five wins. <laughs> Chad, did you mean hashtag, oh, hashtag five wins like in Summer League? I like it. That's great. Um, what else we got here? Kevin Danishevsky with another one. Um also, ESPN was so annoying tonight. Moses Moody got every call, and Doris could not stop gushing. I mean, look, Moses Moody had a really good game. And, like, Moses Moody, in fairness, came out and had the game you want to see if you're the Warriors, which is, like, I'm too good for this shit. He he had the I'm too good for this shit game. Quinn Grimes, like, had – there was a little bit of I'm too good for this shit, but he had to get – he also didn't shoot well. So, like, we can't say he was too good for it. Um, also, Jake Fisher says they are not trading Rose. I didn't catch that. Thank you for that for the for the tip. I that's been my assumption all along. I've never believed any of these trade reports that like they were going to move because again, it's about when 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 in doubt on this front office and figuring out what they will do and what they will not do. Always go back to that one word, that one concept, value. Can they get value? What are they going to get for Derrick Rose right now? They're not getting a first-round pick. I don't care how highly it's protected. They're not getting a first-round pick for Derrick Rose. So if they're not getting a first-round pick for Derrick Rose, well, what else are they going to trade Derrick Rose for? Are going to trade him for a second or several seconds? No, not good enough. They're not going to do it. Are they going to trade, or, trade him for a player? No one's going to give you a, a player that's, like high, that's enticing enough to make you bite. And the Knicks aren't going to take back someone who's not enticing. So then the last possibility is, okay, is Derrick Rose go out in a sign and trade for Brunson? And they wouldn't do that unless the Dallas Mavericks gave him something very good. And the way it sure seems like this Brunson signing is going to go down, I doubt that's happening either. So it makes sense from every perspective that Derrick Rose will be on this team. And again, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I think Derrick Rose is important. Like he is the last veteran leader they have left now the Taj is gone I, I think that's and like man like Brunson looks up to him 
I think having Brunson and Rose in the same locker room together after Brunson was like in practice gyms when Derrick Rose was winning an MVP, uh, when Brunson was a kid, I think that kind of matters. I think Brunson could probably learn a lot from Derrick Rose. Um, obviously very different sorts of players, but like, I, you know, I won't get into that. There are reasons why I think it's, it'll be good to keep Derrick Rose around for, for many purposes. Um, okay. Continuing along, man, you guys are on fire tonight. Thank you. Everybody. We got over 600 in the chat. We got 125 likes. Keep, keep getting the likes up. We appreciate um, that because it helps people uh, see the show and the channel and all that good stuff. Uh, flavor phrase. I think I got that right. Flavor phrase. One or the other. Leon has moved four vets. Has he? Kevin Noel Burks. Who am I forgetting? Who else did he move? Did he move someone else? Taj. He waved Taj. Okay. Um, Evan or Rose might get moved in a Brunson signing trade. Smells like a youth movement while improving our 23 draft chances. I don't think it's going to be Evan Fournier. Um, the money doesn't quite work. The Mavs would have to send additional outgoing um, money out. Uh, I don't think they're going to do it. Somebody said I hadn't mentioned Farron Hunt once. I mentioned him at the top of the show. Nice game, Farron Hunt. I don't know what else to say. He had, he had some nice moves. Sorry. Back to the back to Evan or Rose, Mike. The guy I've I I did I think the best chance of a sign and trade, and I think the best chance of them getting a good value for Cam is for Cam to be in the sign and trade. And that's how they get something for Cam that they could that they could sell and that they could feel okay about. And it's something for Dallas to feel good enough about that they will engage in the sign and trade and give up whatever the Knicks are asking for. That's that's the guy that I'd be looking for to go out in the sign and trade. I we'll see. Anthony Strano, fire Tibbs if he doesn't play hunt. I love it. Uh Brian Benjamin, we should start Grimes over Evan and just give Evan more minutes like a Ginobili role. But if Grimes cooks, then he stays in longer. I, I look the train's the train on that one has left the station. Um, I would actually, at this point, I would, I would almost be surprised if Grimes was not the opening night starter. Like they, there has been, there have been too many breadcrumbs laid on that trail, and even down to again, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out the newsletter and the interview that I that I had with Quentin's trainer. Um, he didn't tell me anything directly, but he he was like, you know, my impression of what, what Quentin is asking me to work with him on this summer, it sure seems like they're looking to give him a bigger role. Because think back to what was the issue with Reggie Bullock? The issue with Reggie Bullock is that, that Reggie Bullock, when you guarded him a certain way, could not put the ball on the floor and execute basic, basic reads. Um, if if you if you ran him off the line, and that's why they went out, and that's why they signed Evan Fournier. And so, what is Quentin Grimes been working on all summer? Putting the ball on the floor and making basic reads, like not basic reads, but like getting back to the player he was before he went to Kansas. Um, he was a combo guard. He was listed as a point guard. If you go go look up his 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 positional on his position on twenty four seven, 
um, or rivals or any of those sites. He's going to list him as a point guard or a combo guard. That's what he was. So it's in there. Um, I, I think that's why it was so important tonight. The, easily the most important thing that happened tonight was Quentin Grimes ended up with eight assists. And they were like legitimate assists too. Um, they need that playmaking from him if they are going to feel comfortable putting him in the starting lineup instead of Evan Fournier. Now, can he create off it? Can he put up threes from like a phone booth like Fournier does on occasion? No, he can't do that. Um, his range is probably deeper than Fournier. But you know what? Hopefully their offense will be better and more cohesive to the point where they won't need a guy like those bailout shots from Fournier. Like he gave them so often last year. Um, and it'll just, you know, it'll be okay for Grimes. And it's not like Fournier's, I don't think Fournier's going anywhere. I think, man, I, again, the, the, the thought of a bench lineup, Rose Fournier quickly topping Hardenstein. Holy shit. Just, just sign up, sign me up for all of that. Um, that, that, that backup five is better than half of the Knicks starting fives like we've had to watch over the last 20 years. Um, CT Pittman with another one. Above all else, how's the family doing, John? Hope everyone's feeling better. Thank you for asking, CT. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, everyone's feeling okay. My wife's still I – don't, I don't know if anybody here is at COVID. My wife is getting over it. She tested negative today, but um, she's still been getting, like, headaches. She's still tired. She still doesn't have a sense of taste, sense of smell. So that's a, that's a bummer, but they're feeling fine. Like the kids never, well, I shouldn't say that the baby was out of sorts, but my older daughter was like out of it for like a day. Um, thank you for asking. I appreciate it. Um, Drew P. I don't see RJ signing for less than 30 million a year. Wowza. I mean, his, oof. I, uh, well, first of all, um, hold on. Let me just do some quick, quick math here. Because I think thirty million a year might be uh, above. No, it's not above his max. Point two five. No, it's not above his max. Sorry, his max is thirty point five. So you're basically saying you think RJ is going to sign for the max, or basically like not the actual max, but like a de facto max. Um, I don't see it. Four for 110. It's been my prediction for a little while now. Sticking with it. We'll see. Uh, SB Gorilla, I think you're up next. Yeah, here we go. What happens with Julius? Mike? Oh, wait, no, sorry. That, that isn't your first question. First question, Sims doesn't jump out of the building. He falls in it. He falls in it. I like it. Yeah, he's like levitating from the, from the, uh, from the sky. Uh, that's SB Gorilla's question. Jeremy E asks, "What happens with Julius?" Um, man, if I knew that, I, I, I'd be getting paid a lot more than I am. I, I don't know. I wish I. Unless somebody blows them, I, I shouldn't say blows them away. Unless somebody gives them an offer that, in my mind, would be the equivalent of blowing them away, I think he starts the season on the team. That's my guess. Bernard Richardson, what's going on, Bernard? How are you? Rose is Tibbs's guy. He's Tibbs guy guy. <laughs> He'll be here until he retires or he himself chooses he doesn't want to be here anymore. Completely fine by me. 
Young guys behind him are more than capable of filling in if needed. Yeah, I mean, I think the nice thing about the Rose contract and Derrick Rose in general is assuming he stays healthy and like his his like physically he doesn't drop off. If they're approaching the trade de- the trade deadline and they're, you know, I don't know, 20 and 20 and 50 or 20 and 50, Jesus Christ. Uh, if they're 20 and 50, everybody gets fired. Uh, if they're 20 and 30 approaching the trade deadline, like they're going to be able to move Rose. I don't know what they're going to move him for. Maybe at that point is when you settle for a second round pick or, you know, you, I don't know, you do something, but like they can move him. Like they don't have to move him right now. Uh, so he's a good, it's a good problem to have. Blue Diamond Gem. Um, <laughs> think we could sign Julian Newman to start for us. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, Quinn Grimes just tweeted out. I thought I threw this way too early. The lob to Sims, man. I hold on. I gotta watch this one more time. Fucking Sims is unreal. So good. Third string center. Uh, Sean Ford. Brunson used to idolize D Rose. Yes. Would be surprised if we traded him. I hope we give Cam a shot here. Also, is Obi now the fifth oldest Nick by age? <laughs> Holy shit. Let's go through it. Um, uh, Rose, Julius, Fournier. Rose, Julius, Fournier, Brunson, right? And and Obi, I think, right? Is that did I miss anybody? Somebody tell me if I'm wrong. Um, that's wild. That's so wild. Uh, Jesus, that's the best. It's shout out Sean Ford, super chat of the night. Uh, House Flan RJ contract will be like Garland's, 190 million. Um, if uh, if RJ, that's that's the max. That's the five-year max. It has to be a max. You can't go to 190 unless it's the max. If RJ gets the max, uh, I will – what do you guys want to see me do? Um, I don't want to do anything like too gross. I don't want to gross people out. I don't know. I'll do something. I'll think about <laughs> – uh, I'll, t- I'll take suggestions. Oh, look, LeBron. LeBron's eating something out of a what appeared to be like a Ziploc bag. Um, I will eat a cold cutlet. No, no, I'll eat it. Cold cutlets are a joy. I love eating cold cutlets. I was talking about this with my wife the other day about how cold cutlets are like the only food that is ostensibly meant to be eaten hot that I am totally comfortable having cold. I don't know why I can't explain it, but cold cutlets are, are the best. I will dye my hair. Sure, that's fine. I'll dye my hair. If RJ gets that max, not like anything less than that. If he gets the max, the rookie max, I will dye my hair. I won't tell you what color, but I will dye it a color. Um, deal. Uh, we got some more Super Chats. Q left blank. What's going on? Hashtag love you guys. We love you too. JB or RJ, who scores more this season? Whoa, great question. Uh, RJ. RJ. I had to think about it for half a second, but it's RJ. Um, I think Brunson will. Hmm. I think Brunson will make it close, but I think 
No, I would guess I would guess Brunson will be eighteen and eight, and I think RJ will be like twenty two and I don't know. I'm not gonna do RJ's whole stuff. I think we'll get up to like twenty two. Uh SB Gorilla with another one. Thank you again. Uh, what do you think, John? I really believe the backbone of this team will be the youth. They look promising. The scary part is that it's still early. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging it based on this, this game, but like, and maybe this is a good way for me to sign off tonight. The backbone of this franchise has to be the youth, and we. That's not really where they were two years ago. The first. The, the first Leon Rose season under Tibbs because I don't think they knew where they were. I think they were just like, we need to just get this ship righted because last season stunk, the, the previous season had stunk to holy hell. And then, you know, they outpaced their expectations so much that like, you know, none of us blame them for going out and signing some old guys to, to play meaningful minutes and, lead, and help lead the team. Now, yes, the backbone should be guys who can be here for three, four, or five years. And that's why I'm not mad at the Brunson signing. Like the, you needed a point guard on this team. I don't care if the point, like point guard could be 60 years old. You needed a point guard on this team who could play basketball. And they have one now, and he's 25 years old. So that plus the kids. Now, you know, but there is a limit. I think there is a limit. I think there's a balance like Jalen Brunson plus Mitch plus eight guys on their rookie contract. I just don't think that that's realistic. Where is the balance? You know, I think the, I think the, the dividing line is cam for me and the dividing line for other people, maybe other things, maybe the dividing line for other people would be like Deuce McBride must play minutes or Quentin Grimes must start or Obi Toppin must play 25 minutes a night. I fucking hope he plays 25 minutes tonight. Um, so there are lots of these little dividing lines, but like th- there should be no, no mistaking. Like last year you watch a Nick game, you watch a random Nick game. And if somebody asked you, is this team going for a youth movement or is this team trying to make a playoff push? You'd be like, I don't fucking know. Probably the playoff push. That's that, that cannot happen this year. Any game, I don't care when you turn in on the game, I don't care what game it is. You should be able to turn on the next game and say, oh, there is a team that is, is prioritizing its development and prioritizing its future in terms of who they are playing. That cannot be mistaken. That So, you know, we'll see how close they, they get to that. Um, Bronx Rivera with one more. Brunson should play a similar role to Ray Felton's. Man, they, they ain't paying him nine figures to be Ray Felton. Like Ray Felton was good. He was good. I remember Ray Felton for that first half of, uh, 2010, 11 season. There were, there were all-star whispers, the faintest of all-star whispers, uh, that first Felton season. He was very good. I think Brunson needs to be a little bit more assertive on the offense because the fact is no one can get their shot as easily and efficiently, more importantly, efficiently than Jalen Brunson. He 
I mean, at least in terms of how they were last year compared to Randall and RJ, he ran laps around them in terms of how efficient he was able to get, call his own number. Efficiently, he was able to call his own number. So it's going to be a little bit more in Felton. But um, yeah, anyway, this was great, guys. We got still almost 600 people watching. I've been talking for over 45 minutes, 175 likes. Feel free to hit the like button if you haven't already. I will be on here on Sunday after the game. I think I could say this. Pretty sure this is confirmed. It's going to be me and Jeremy on here together doing our uh, – we're going to be combining our kind of usual pod with the post game. So come in with your super chats, with your regular chats, with your whatever. Um, Mr. Cohen will be here, uh, barring anything unforeseen. Uh, so that'll be awesome. And we got one last super chat from Parrish Duggar. It amazes me how dismissive most Knicks podcasters are about Jericho. This guy doesn't exist on other teams. His vertical power in the paint is crazy. I'm not trying to be dismissive. I, I Again, I think Jericho is, a, is an NBA player. He's an NBA rotation player. I just don't see the role for him on this team right now. And I'll, I am fully, fully open to and, and – um, think it is possible, very a realistic possibility that Mitchell Robinson gets dealt at some point in the next couple of years and Jericho Sims steps into whether it's a starting role or a backup role. I think that is entirely possible. Sims has shown me enough to think that that is a real possibility. I just can't sit here yet today, today, right now, and say, like, this guy's a surefire starter. I can't do it yet. Would love to get there. On that note, we get you just got the 200 likes. I'm out. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend. I'll see you on Sunday. Peace out.